Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. SNC-Levelland's attempt to revisit the chance of remediation instead of a full prosecution was struck down in federal court Friday. That would be yesterday. The Montreal-based engineering company is facing charges of corruption and bribery. SNC-Levelland had sought a judicial review of the director of public prosecution's October decision to proceed with charges instead of using remediation. But the court sided with the DPP on Friday saying, quote, prosecutorial discretion is not subject to judicial review unless there is an abuse of process. Ari Goldkind is a Toronto criminal lawyer. He's also a media commentator. And uh, Ari joins us with his thoughts on all of what's going on. So, Ari, starting with the federal court ruling yesterday, perspective on that, please. Yes, and Roy, good afternoon. The, the federal court ruling yesterday has really been used by the opposition to Trudeau to really think that these two things go together. They don't, and here's why. The federal court had a very easy decision. It would have applied in any case, whether it be big and scandalous like snc Lavalin, that essentially prosecutors, unless they do something egregious, malicious, nefarious, with ill intent, aren't going to be second-guessed by courts. And prosecutors don't even have to go into court and say why they made a decision. They have discretion, and it's not for a court to intervene. And here's the kicker, Roy. SNC-Lavalin didn't even allege that kind of behavior or an abusive process. They went on a fishing expedition to try and get the director of the DPP to explain why they're not doing the deal. I'm not sure if the legal advice SNC-Lavalin paid for was worth it, because any lawyer who spent 10 minutes in court knows the prosecutorial decisions are not uh, reviewable or appealable, except for in that point zero 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 and add a few more zero percent of cases, Roy, full stop. That is very different than the sort of crisis that everybody's all a Twitter about, about Trudeau and Miss Wilson-Raybould. So now, when you look at what the court had to say, uh, and we have a new attorney general, does uh, Mr. Lametti have the option to set aside the federal court decision? 100%, that's a yes, and an easy yes as an answer. And the only thing he will do is one of two things. He will set the opposition going bananas and the media going bananas if he does it. But the simple rules are, and this is a little wonky, Roy, he can do it tomorrow with a snap of his fingers. The only kicker is he has to put a bulletin into what's called the Gazette, saying this is what he did and why. Obviously, a lot of these decisions, Roy, go into the Gazette and never get heard from again. No one of your listeners should think that attorney generals haven't directed prosecutors to pull cases or do things before. I can name a very interesting one off the top of my head. They publish in the Gazette. Nobody ever hears of it. But absolutely, Mr. Mametti could do it tomorrow. But I think the blowback of doing that, Roy, at this point may be a bit fatal. All right. Now your commentator hat. What are you seeing from the federal government and its actions over the past four weeks since Justin Trudeau declared the Globe and Mail report was absolutely false? 
Well, I'm going to take this in a very different direction, which is I'm seeing, particularly with the victim and martyrdom of Jody Wilson-Raybould, that people love to sort of have that story. I see Selena Cesar Chavanez today going after Justin Trudeau. I think this is a real message about the left and the far left and how they will eat their own and go after their own if everybody isn't perfect and scion the virtue. This, to me, is a spat. It is not a constitutional crisis. It is an internal spat where somebody felt a little bit too pressured. Somebody may have been a little bit too concerned about protecting SNC-Lavalin. But when you dig into the weeds of what these prosecutions are, their likelihood of success, and how the, Man- the Melties very rarely get their man when it comes to SNC-Lavalin, this is an in-house squabble, Roy, that has been amplified so much bigger than it should be. And I can rattle off about 10 issues today that if we were talking about with the vigor and right. vim and vigor of, uh, of SNC-Lavalin, this country would be a lot better off. Ari, thank you for the time always. Pleasure, Roy. Ari Goldkind. We're going to start with uh, Dave in Vancouver. Dave, thank you for the call, and I understand you have some politics in your background. Oh, yeah, uh, Roy, we've talked before. Uh, I worked on the 68 campaign and uh, ended up in Ottawa a couple of years later. I remember right your call, yeah, John Fraser, And uh, who later became the Speaker of the House, a man with integrity. He was honorable. I hate to say it, but, you know, Justin, you know, in a month, you've got a hat trick. But it's such a negative, disgusting hat trick of two senior powerful uh, liberal cabinet ministers that have resigned and your actual secretary who's now come out and pointed out you know your actions etc now Roy this is something that's she's the former parliamentary secretary to be fair she left I think she left as parliamentary secretary in 2017 yeah but I'm, the point I'm getting at is that this is three people. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I took a, uh, the privy uh, uh, clerk, uh, the head, uh, basically the most powerful man uh, in the civil service, and his uh, predecessor is now uh, the chairman of SN Lavalin, and on a regular basis, uh, they're collaborating back and forth, et cetera. Well, be careful about the use, use of the word collaboration. Well, they're talking, okay, and I mean... There are, as, as, as Lisa Rates had said, there are so many questions that demand answers, well, and you can't just, you just can't have the government each time voting five to four against getting the answers. Well, exactly, and you know, as much as uh, Canadians will knock the American system, people can eventually have perjury put against them, and they can do jail time. Here, well, you just, you know, it's not under oath or whatever. I mean, it's, uh, it's Are you so angry, cool. Dave? Are you, just, are you just viscerally angry about all this? Oh, of course I am. You know, because, you know, as a Canadian, I've got, you know, I'm a Canadian historian. I have a degree in Canadian history. This disgusts me. All right, I appreciate your call. 800 3-24-28. Who do you believe? What are the points you want to make? It's Green Show on the Corliss Radio Network. We'll go to Kurt in Edmonton. Kurt, thank you for the call, sir. Please go ahead. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I'm just driving down Highway 2, and, uh, you know, I'm an Albertan, and I love Alberta. I've been, I'm 60-plus years old. I'm a business owner, and I, I remember with disgust Pierre Elliott Trudeau and his total arrogance, pompousness, his his elitism, and he, how he treated Western Canada. And I've, if you go online, you can find enough video evidence and YouTube evidence to show that his son is that acorn fell right next to the tree because his son is, has openly admitted prior to politics that 
Quebecers are better than the rest of Canada, and, and we should run Canada. He, he had, what he said was, and I tweeted out, it's, it's en français, but I tweeted it out, it's a couple of, maybe a week and a half ago I tweeted it out, where he said, uh, I think it was on CBC, he wasn't Prime Minister at that point, I think he was running for the leadership of the Liberal Party, but he said that Quebec Prime Ministers have been more effective than other Prime Ministers, and he specifically said Alberta. And you know something? His his father and John Turner are the architects of Canada's debt. And his 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 arrogance is his undoing because he literally thought that he's good enough and he's entitled enough to be able to do what he did to Jody Wilson-Raybould and not have to pay any consequences because that's how he thinks. You must have been absolutely thrilled when the Prime Minister brought up his father on Thursday morning and said his father was so involved and engaged with the justice system and uh, justice itself, and he was very proud of that, and he's following in his father's footsteps. Well, his father is the architect of Canada's economic woes. His father, Pierre Elliott... I agree with you. Will go down in history, and statistically, you can prove that he's the worst prime minister this country's ever seen. And that's a fact. And I, I'm just reliving a nightmare with this kid. All right, Kurt, I appreciate the call. But so far, at least, you haven't had the salmon arms salute from Junior. No, but he's thinking it. You know he's thinking it. Yeah, I think I think you're maybe right about that. It's 800-263-2428 on the Roy Green Show on the Cordless Radio Network. What is your view of what's going on? Where do you side? Who's telling the truth? And who isn't? I just have to go back to just, it's minute in the overall scheme of things. But when I listen to Justin Trudeau speak, there is just his, his sentence structure is just not natural speaking. It's almost, I was thinking about it over the last couple of minutes, it's almost like he forgot things he's memorized. Uh, and so he tries to remember and he puts together two scripts that people have written for him and he repeats bits and pieces from the two scripts. And it makes no sense. People just don't talk that way. Stephen in Burlington, Ontario. How are you, Stephen? And thank you for the call, sir. First time caller. I love the show. Thank you so much. Doing wonderfully. I believe Jody Wilson-Raybould, there's absolutely no uh, stretch of imagination that could be applied to the narrative coming out about jobs. And I wanted to share with you, I have the good fortune of traveling a little. So I've been off in uh, Toronto, taking cabs, Ubers, Montreal. Uh, taking a plane, uh, go trains, everybody's talking about this. And all I hear are remorseful liberals. I thought it was going to be different. Gee, I was so bought into the sunny ways. Boy, do I regret that. Never getting my vote again. I am thrilled that this is beyond the pundits, and it's being talked about to the degree that it is. People I are sat pe- at the car dealership this morning, and every time the story came up, people started talking about it. And what I find, Stephen, is that people aren't really necessarily asking questions. They have opinions right out of the gate. Absolutely. Very strong opinions. opinions. Very strong opinions. Anyway, keep up the wonderful work. I can't wait for tomorrow's show. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, We're going to be joined tomorrow by uh, Judy Wilson. She is uh, a member of the Union of British Columbia Indian Chiefs. And uh, so we'll talk to uh, Chief Wilson about Jody Wilson-Raybould. And uh, what I'm curious about is whether there is any concern 
among Aboriginal leaders that uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould did not accept the the uh, Indigenous Affairs portfolio. There's so much. There's so much to talk about. 800-263-2428. If you hear a little tinny stuff in the background, my apologies. I left my personal headphones at home. This is, only matters to me. I left my personal headphones at home, and I'm using station issue, and they are horrible. <laughs> Jim in sorry, British Columbia. How are you, Jim? I am fine, Roy. We had a beautiful sunny day here. But I don't think the Prime Minister understands the optics of this situation. I think he's underestimated it just a little bit. We're, the public is not a jury that can be sequestered and told to disregard things that we've heard. We hear things. We see how he speaks. We see how he speaks to us. There's something going on here, and it's not good. It does not smell good at all. And me, as a tax-paying 60-year-old citizen, I'm demanding the truth right now. I want sworn testimony, and I yes, want sir. the truth. As a yes, Canadian sir. citizen, I think it is my right yes, sir. to demand the truth. And that's not the truth in front of a facade uh, um, justice committee that the one-sided government has put together. I want the truth in a court of law yes, sir. sworn to a judge. We've reached that point. That's my right, Roy. It is. And it is time for an RCMP investigation. An RCMP investigation that's either going to say, there's nothing here, move on, or an RCMP investigation that's going to, by the way, be, be, be open to the public to, under, to see and understand what the, how the conclusion was arrived at. Uh, either there's nothing going on here or turn it over to the prosecutors. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Or an independent investigation. Uh, I, I don't like the idea of a public inquiry, an independent inquiry. I don't like the idea necessarily of a public inquiry because the prime minister would have or the government would have input in that. Gina is in London, Ontario. Hi, Gina. Hi. Uh, thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Uh, we, we will never get the full truth as, as long as the liberals have control over, over what's being said and allowed to be said and what is not. Um, I, I agree with you that RCMP should be involved because um, the Liberals just have too much control. And every motion that's been put forward by the Conservatives, and I think even the NDP, has been denied. I was watching, and it's ridiculous because um, I believe the, um, I forget the MP, of uh, he was Conservative. He wanted um, uh, Gerald Butts to be sworn under oath, and they denied that. I think they all, all of them want all the conservative MPs, all the, everybody on the other side, not on the, uh, not on the uh, government side. But remember, whenever you testify before Parliament, you are under oath. That's true, but um, I, I feel that the, um, I believe Jody Wilson-Raybould, because she made her decision, and they did not respect it, and we wouldn't be here if. Uh, in, in all this mess. Let me ask you this. Do you, do you believe that this is a liberal, cent, sort of a centric reality, or does it not matter which political party it is? Do you think our government structure has become so philosophically or so ethically compromised that regardless of the party with, that's in power, if they face a challenging situation and they can worm their way out of it, they'll try that? 
Well, I believe the liberals would, and possibly the NDP. I'm not sure about the conservatives, but uh, the liberal party, obviously, I, I don't buy it when they say it's all about the jobs. Yeah, well, it isn't. That. Gina, it's not all about the jobs. We've gone through this before. They're talking about 9,000 jobs. First of all, they got that number, as we were told earlier today, from SNC. That number means nothing, because if SNC uh, were to be criminally convicted and were not be able to bid on contracts from the federal government for 10 years, that does not mean those contracts would just go away or, 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 or jobs. They, those, those contracts would be picked up by other companies that would be successful bidders, and they would more than likely hire those people who otherwise would be working for SNC. Well, it's my belief that whatever party is in, in control, in power, um, as a government, they have no right to interfere with the criminal pro- Okay, with the yeah. Criminal okay, I've got to take another call. Thank you so much. Uh, William is in Scarborough, Ontario. You've got a little bit of a different slant on this, William. Hi. Yes, sir. Go yeah, ahead, please. I think uh, St. Jody is a sanctimonious person who is not a team player, who's offended that anyone would disagree with her, that her piousness is more important than jobs. I think she resigned from Veterans Affairs because she thought, thought it was beneath her. I think that her sex and race should be left out of the mar- argument. I think that it's all about jobs. I mean, if there's any jobs lost at all. I think that's too many. And I think the conservatives would do the same thing if they were in power. Well, that's the question that I ask. Does it matter, ultimately, is our, is our federal government structure or our government structure, because I said to Premier Peckford, I was expecting to hear from other premiers across Canada. We're not hearing. We're hearing from Premier Moe and Premier Notley. But is our government structure in Canada sufficiently ethically compromised that regardless of the party that's in power, if they're facing a crisis and they can worm their way out of it, they'll do it. Would well, you agree with that? I, I agree Or is with there that. a question mark there? Yeah, I think there is, but I think that there's nothing wrong with Well, why would you, though, but why are you saying that Jody Wilson-Raybould is pious? Because she thinks, oh, that's, we can't do that, uh, we can't bend the law, and even the slightest... She's the way. Attorney General, she has the right to make a decision, which the Prime Minister keeps repeating, only it's not the decision he wanted. Well, I see nothing wrong with them talking to her. <laughs> there's a difference between talking and what she pointed out, and remember, she kept very accurate notes... Or she kept a lot of notes. And I wouldn't be surprised if occasionally a red light was on while conversations were being held, if you know what I mean. I also like to say, I don't care if SNC pay for prostitutes the way the conservatives go on about it. You don't. Oh, I, you don't. Business and prostitutes you don't. a big deal about it. Do you, don't, you don't care if this country uh, were to entertain doing business with a company that would pay prostitutes for a murderous dictator's son. That's okay with you? What I would be against is if... Is that okay with you, William? Not- uh, I'll tell you what it would be against. If they cheated people out no, of no, don't, money... Don't, no, no, you're trying to dodge out of it. Would that be okay with you? Uh, no, it's not okay with me. Okay. But I'll, I'll be more offended if they cheated people out of their money. Uh, well, who's being cheated out of Where people, are you? If they cheated people out of their money... I thought you cut me off. No, no, you're okay, still there. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'd be more offended if they cheated people, a company, out of their money, and they did bad jobs. And I'd say, just give it to them, give it to them. But I don't care about things like prostitutes, and I don't really care that much. Now you're back to not caring about the prostitutes. Yeah. By the way, uh, the conservatives... It's starting to sound like the so Prime well. Minister. Pardon? It's starting to sound like the Prime Minister. 
They're going on in two different directions at the same time. You either care about the prostitute issue or you don't. No, I don't care about it. Okay. Uh, to me, it's no big deal. I'm not such a holier right. than okay. thou. We've gone, we've, okay, we've gone both directions on this. I, now I have cut you off. Thank you very much for the call. Now cut you off because we're out of time. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.